This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Permanent Ink, as in can't be erased. Um, BuzzFeed came out with an article uh, to promote the upcoming Issa Rae movie, The Photograph. And um, (laughs) in the original posting of the article, the... Uh, BuzzFeed was saying that the movie The Photograph was the first black romantic movie since 2000 to come out. And people on the internet decided to remind them about um, other romance movies that have come out since 2000, including um, Just Right and uh, it was like three or four other big ones. Um, uh, Brown Sugar. Movies like that that were also black uh, romantic movies that they were just kind of glossing over and forgot had even happened. And then in my mind, I'm like, uh, we just had Moonlight a couple years ago, and it also won the Best Picture nomin- a Best Picture Award. Um, so Busby tried to erase that from the history books by saying that this was the first black one, even though it wasn't a heterosexual movie. It was a romance story at the heart of it it was a story of um Chiron falling in love um and growing up so i was not abs- i was absolutely not here for for the story and for it being cast that way um as of five thirty this afternoon buzzfeed has changed the article because of the backlash and they have changed it um to say now in still promotion that it's a relationship goals movie and we're here for it I'm absolutely not here for y'all trying to wash away other movies to promote something else you don't have to people that were already going to go see an Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield movie for Valentine's they were already going to go see it you don't have to wash away um, the accomplishments of other black movies and especially not black gay movies I'm absolutely not here for it uh, thank you for, I guess, feeling the heat, BuzzFeed, and changing the article as of uh, about an hour or two, about two hours ago, uh, but too little, too late for me. If Bill Street Could Talk um, also, also came out in 2018, but that's another subject. Um, imagine making a movie with a budget of $1.5 million, and the movie goes on to gross $65.2 million, and then uh, damn a damn part-time copy editor down to a digital... <laughs> Stop. What? what are y'all doing? Y'all need a better research department. BuzzFeed has too much money. And y'all y'all have too much of an influence, whether it be warranted or not. Y'all have a big influence. And so it's like something happening and getting it wrong. And it's like Beyonce's stepbrother... Or Matthew knows this. Y'all y'all get associated with shit and y'all be too close to shit. So, like, look now. When you represent BuzzFeed, step out there right. Did we research it well? Um, did we allow an alternate committee to look at this? Or did y'all just let some girl sitting up in goddamn New Jersey in a damn studio apartment write this and then some copy editor who's three blocks down the street look at it as well? Y'all are fucking global organization, BuzzFeed. Get With alleged journalists that work there. Get alleged. Gather.org.mil and.gov. What's going on? 
Um, I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. Remy Ma's Plastic Surgeon, B.K.A. The Hot Girl of Winter. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, RonaldMatters.com. Um, our icebreaker ice this week is, uh, since we know gays love sex everywhere besides the bedroom, uh, <laughs> would you rather have sex in a gym or outside in nature? I lived in the South, really close to the country, but I never got to have sex in the country. Like, a dirt road, you pull over and wear that thing out. I was like, yes, yes, I would like to be in the country in nature, like... Like not with the mosquitoes, but the light, the lighting. Bugs. You know what the country bugs give, though. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm trying to say. I still, I still want my little city version of it. I want my city boy life version of it. But I would like to have sex in the country, in the nature. Okay, because going possibly to... in the rain. I'm not against that. I'm not against that either, because I keep seeing songs about the rain and stuff like that. Like, oh, what it would be like to like. Get hit from the back and then Trey slapping it with the rain while he. Uh, uh, so this sounds like something you've definitely thought about. Look at that. <laughs> it's not just a dream. Okay, it, uh, well, it will become my reality. Well, that also means that you have no intention of stepping foot in the gym either. <laughs> New Year, same me. Okay. Um, I I never have. Full penetrative sex in the gym. I played around with other boys in gyms uh, across this beautiful country of ours, uh, and I've already had sex outside on beaches, in parks, and shit like that before. So, uh, would I rather? I, I would say probably a gym because I feel less like I would um, get arrested. Uh, like they are arresting girls for all kinds of outside cruising and sexual acts and shit like that and I don't want no sex that's gonna get me a jail record sex offender yep. registered we we talked about that on um, an episode like two weeks ago where, where uh, it's still legal in um, half of the states of, of this country and it's called vagrancy and you can be arrested for vagrancy for just basically having sex outside and labeled for the rest of your so, life so I still wanna do it and it's geared, vagrancy is geared towards the LGBTQ community. Or buggery, as they call it in Africa. And, well, <laughs> and in the Caribbean as well. Yeah. Uh, so that is our icebreaker this week. Um, our word of the day, we don't have a word of the day uh, this week. What I decided that I wanted to do for February, since it is Black History Month and we don't ever get enough black gay history. Can't get enough. Um, I wanted to spotlight some black gay history instead of a word of the day um for Every, the whole month of October? For the whole month of February that we're in. Vagina right. power, she said for the whole month of October, <laughs> she piloted in the pussy. And she had a little pilot costume on. So I was to represent vagina power. Oh, okay. Got but it. for Black History Month. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what month he's still in. <laughs> I was thinking about piloting the pussy. Sorry, y'all. Uh, no comment. <clears throat> um, so I wanted to first uh, note the first drag queen uh, in America was a former slave. Oh. Um, and the first documented, because there may have been more than more drag queens, but the first documented drag queen that was out and openly a drag queen uh, in America was a slave. His name, his name was William Dorsey Swan, but to his friends, he was known as the Queen. 
Um, Duh. Okay. I mean, that was just. <laughs> if you had to pick a drag name. Here we are. <laughs> Uh, he was born in uh, Maryland in 1858. Uh, he endured slavery, the Civil War, racism, police surveillance, torture, uh, behind bars, and many other injustices throughout his life. But beginning in the 1880s, uh, he not only became the first American activist to lead a queer resistance group, he also became, in that same decade, the first known person to dub himself a queen of drag, a.k.a. a drag queen. <laughs> so, that's some gay I'm history. That's some gay history. Um, and if you do a little more research and look up his name, William Dorsey Swan, Swan with two N's, and you see the first picture of him in drag, you're like, mm. I see. Mm. Queen. I see a lot of fire in that. And so, I wanted to highlight that, that piece of uh, LGBT history because... It doesn't get written about. It doesn't get talked about. It is brushed under the rug, and we will talk about Abraham Lincoln and. Um, Ooh, that, was that a black woman, Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> he had black people's teeth in his mouth. Ooh. Tell the truth. <laughs> okay, so if we're gonna stay on true, true street, truth alleyway, the story about him having wooden teeth was something to brush over. The fact that he would take slaves' teeth and those put and, and put those teeth in his mouth, and it was more palatable for white people to just say he had wooden teeth because they were brownish looking because they were dead teeth from slaves. Black history, <clears throat> <clears throat> but I don't mean it's to digress. A it's a leap year as well. I don't mean to digress. Um, in 1896, after being convicted and sentenced to ten months in jail on the false char- on the false charge of keeping a disorderly house. Quote unquote. <laughs> a lot of you bitches would be scared. A, a euphemism for running a brothel. So, uh, William Swan basically um, was a lot of you doing sex here. work and he was over the sex work house. And uh, they had been surveilling him for a while and trying a to pinch it on scared. him. Yeah. Pinch it on him for a while, but they uh, finally caught up to him and, and put a charge on him. And, and put him in jail for it. Um, and uh, he got out 10 months later and continued to do queen shit. Queen? <laughs> I'm like, uh, do I? No, I'm still a queen. So um, I just find it interesting that stories like his are just unknown and untold. So that is our word of the day, which is going to just be black queen. history. Black history. Um, Black LGBT history for the rest of the month of February. Uh, so tune in uh, for the rest of the month for those every week. Um, <clears throat> now we've gotten through that. I would like to thank you guys for your support of this ghetto ass podcast. You see all the things that we talk about, the myriad of different things that we talk about that you will never hear anywhere else. And so if you would like to see this podcast continue, for at least $1 a month, you can go over to our Patreon where you can get uh, exclusive content that we produce every week just for patrons. Mm-hmm. No one else gets to hear it. So this week, um, we talked about your sex life um, <laughs> and or lack thereof. Uh, yeah, uh, I we talked about uh, liquor abuse. Okay, um, we did. Yeah. And so if you want to hear us talk about some of those topics that we will never talk about on the actual podcast, get over to our Patreon, which will be a link linked below. Um, and again, if you don't got a dollar, 
to support this podcast, make sure that you are subscribed and sharing the episode with your communities. Your homegirls. On Twitters. Of the queens. On uh, <laughs> Facebook, in your Facebook groups, um, or in your group chat, wherever the Divine fuck. thing is back, so you got the new six-second video. Who was old? That feels like old people was going to be the only ones down. <laughs> they just refused to let it go. Ma'am, ma'am, we it's have one-minute videos on Instagram now. It's done. It's over. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, <clears throat> our affirmation this week, like I uh, just wrapped up about Black History Month, it is Black History Month. Um, remember to stay empowered, unbent, and unfuckwittable in your blackness and in your gayness. Uh, this is a time to reflect and celebrate the strides of those that came before us and the ones we potentially can make for the black gay babies that are coming after us. Um, from the queen, AKA William Dorsey that uh, we just talked about to Bayard Rustin to Lil Nas X, history is and will always be made by us. platinum. So um, you can trace it all the way back to the 1800s to 2019. Uh, black gay excellence is still black history. And I'm here for it. Yep. Honestly. Um, last week. Last week. Words. I get to fuck up a word here Words. and there. Last week, we <laughs> talked about <laughs> hateful homos. Uh, this week, uh, I will present Exhibit A of Hateful Heteros. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I wish... I, um, so, this story happened... Um, I want to say, like, while we were doing the podcast last week, and I opened the podcast last week with uh, praise of Lil Nas X's outfit and... Uh, we stand for all the black excellence that he actually is and all of that. Um, meanwhile, Pastor Troy took himself to the internet and said, well, guess I won't be winning a Grammy if this is what I got to wear. Finish the quote. Finish the quote. Okay. But I feel like I got to break, <laughs> break that up. Okay, so he won't get the Grammy because of what he got to wear and what he said after that. Okay, I'm coming back to that. <laughs> they love to put the, push this shit on our kids. The other day, Applebee's had some punks kissing and laughing, eating mozzarella sticks. First thing my 14-year-old son said was, fuck Applebee's, and it brought joy to my heart. I feel like I want to start this, stop there as okay. well. He sees it. Their agenda to take the masculinity from men, black men especially. Some say he making money. RuPaul do too. But I ain't bumping his CD. Integrity is priceless. I want to put a comma there as well. Okay, this we all three because this is what like if you if I was breaking this down like I would put the tabs in the book. But I have to come back to the tab because there is much to be said. Get before the red continue. ones and you're like girl, bring the red ink. Y'all better open that third eye. Here we go. <laughs> you got a third eye, and let your sons know what is real. Or they ass gonna be headed down that old town road for real. Seventeen times platinum, <laughs> two time Grammy award winning song. It's, hashtag you, they gonna ride till they can't no more. And you got damn right. Um, hashtag black owned and independent and broke. Hashtag not <laughs> my sons. Hashtag it ain't worth it. Hashtag take the road less traveled. 
Oh, because this one, this is not well traveled. The old town, bro. No, this road of being a, oh. a homophobe is not well traveled. Mm-hmm. It's plenty of other homophobes out there that say the same fucking and talk shit. about the this agenda the road, and road the third eye and the. Girl, you need new supporting points for your thesis. Hashtag you will still get there. No, you won't. Um, and you didn't get there. And won't. <laughs> uh, so let me go back to point one, point A. Again, exhibit A, because I guess we have to break this down like prosecutors okay. here. Um, <laughs> guess I won't be winning that Grammy. No, absolutely correct. Um, you <laughs> yeah, have that's not, what you got to wear. No, I'm, 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 oh. I'm, 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 that's point, that's point, okay. that's exhibit B. Come on. Point A. I guess I won't be winning that Grammy. Pastor Troy, what music do you think that you produced that would produce a Grammy? What what music? And it damn sure it ain't been no music in this decade. It wasn't no music in the last decade. It wasn't no music in the last century that you produced that was ever gonna get a Grammy. Stop the delusions. Stop the delusions there. So, point A. Point B. If this is what I gotta wear, we don't know nothing fabulous. Nice, um, hot couture, um, groundbreaking, red carpet worthy, uh, fashionable that you have ever worn ever. So, what you wear ain't got shit to do with you getting no Grammys because you could literally wear anything and you still not gonna get no Grammy. Even if you in Versace. And you're not gonna be in Versace. Custom made Versace. They showed the girls hammering the goddamn pins onto the pink leather down to the artillier. Go away from me with this. So, I wish that this had happened literally two hours before we recorded the last podcast because I would have brought this to y'all literally right after that. So, I know some of y'all have already seen the story and maybe already tired of it, but I felt like uh, we needed to address it here because it was just so much bullshit. And then the bullshit was backed up by the black hetero community that believes the, the same shade type room of shit. Comments. The, the, and and they were all loud and wrong and debunked in the same goddamn comments. Okay, so before I get there, they love to push this shit on our kids. Who is they? Who who is they? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your kids. You should give a fuck about your kids. You raise your kids. I I'm over here. In my lane, in my life. If your kids happen to see something that I do... In Atlanta. And they feel inspired because they trash-ass daddy wasn't doing nothing worth being inspired by, you should be happy and you should thank me for that. Exposure. Expose your children to culture. Because you ain't doing it. Uh, What's your next point? Come on. Applebee's (laughs) had uh, this commercial with punks kissing and laughing eating mozzarella sticks no it wasn't a commercial they were in the mcdonald's they might as well have been first of all bitch you can go down to the kroger the food lion down to the giant foods you can go down to the Publix and get you some goddamn mozzarella sticks and put them in the goddamn oven the microwave and you could save you ten dollars because if you ain't cooking if it's father's weekend and you ain't cooking you don't know what you got going on in the kitchen you could have saved so much money by just taking your ass down to the damn frozen food aisle and taking your ass back home because you know this world is a crazy place if you were so worried about what your child would be exposed to. Because you, I guess, living a Jehovah's Witness life, you living this hotel life, you living this foolish lifestyle. Hashtag lifestyle. Um, <laughs> what was y'all down there getting to the Applebee? Were y'all getting the $1 goddamn margaritas? What was y'all getting down there? 
that says more about where your career is <laughs> than talking about what Lil Nas X has to wear. You and your son are down to Applebee's. I'm down here at the Grammy <laughs> for Versace Atelier, custom made for this specific event. And you at Applebee's. Y'all down here in the short set down to the Applebee's, 30 miles outside of Atlanta. Criticizing people for eating mozzarella sticks and kissing at the Applebee's. Why is this news? Why is it the leading story? <laughs> I'm asking you. Because I was angry about it. And I was trying to hold my anger for this show instead of putting it on Twitter because Twitter don't make me no money. Oop, here we go. Um, <laughs> the first thing my 14-year-old son said, okay, we don't exhibit D9, y'all, <laughs> if y'all not on, it didn't catch on. Since first Congress th- won't give us no witnesses. Oops. Make to the point. First thing my 14-year-old said was, fuck Applebee's. And it brought joy to my heart. It brought joy to your heart that your son was so fucking hate-filled that when he saw two people kissing, regardless of what gender they were, he said, fuck Applebee's. You should have already said, fuck Applebee's before y'all even got there. Especially how long it takes their food to come out. (laughs) And and that's a goddamn appetizer. You really could have went to the frozen food section and been at, been at the house. Y'all really believe y'all really y'all really want to not our listeners, people like Pastor Troy. Um, y'all really want to demonize Donald Trump for saying make America great again when he's talking about make America more white back when white people and white males had more power when it was less equality and bullshit like that. Y'all want to demonize him for saying those type of things and exhibiting those behaviors, but you don't realize that you also want to say, make America that time where gay niggas couldn't be kissing in the Applebee's. Mm -hmm. You're saying the exact same things. I want to go back to a time when I could go in Applebee's and I didn't see two fags kissing. What? You weren't seeing two blacks kissing either. guess Guess what time of the world that was? When you had lower paying jobs, you were more unemployed, you had less rights, there was riots. You were shit on by white people even more. We just tell you were le- least represented in the Congress. You, all of those things were true at the time that you want America to be stuck in. Mm-hmm. So realize what America you're asking for when you are asking for an America that two gay people can't be kissing at a fucking Applebee's because it offends you and your son. Oh, I can't believe two. Gay people are kissing. How many fucking times have you seen two straight people kissing places and you ain't bad a fucking eyelash? How many times? I'm trying to Google it really quickly, but we just celebrated the anniversary of it was it's in the National African American Museum about the sit-in. We just celebrated the anniversary. It's the 60th year anniversary of the sit-in where four black people walked into the um, hot dog restaurant and sat down at the counter. And so is that the is that where you want to go back to making America great? Because sixty years ago, we had to do sit-ins. So is that what you're trying to go back to? And Rosa, shout out to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Rosa Parks was back there on the bus. Like, girl, I'm not going all the way back there. My feet hurt. <laughs> if Nicki Minaj has not done, <laughs> this is a detour. She is the troll in chief. If she has not done anything. It has brought more clicks to Rosa Park and Harriet Tubman in the past couple years. And Aretha. And Aretha! No shade. I, I don't believe that she has done it for the most positive reasons, but I'm happy to see Rosa Parks trending because it took Nicki Minaj during Black History Month to get Rosa Parks trending. 
And that is sad. We also just celebrated the uh, anniversary of when the two men in Memphis were in the garbage truck and they got ate up by the garbage truck, which incited Martin Luther King to come down for the riots. Mm-hmm. That anniversary just passed too. I'm like, so what? Where, where in America are we trying to go back to? Listen, um, Pastor Troy, I'm absolutely not here for it. Uh, where are we going? Collective, fuck you. Uh, like the rest of the internet already told you, we had already forgot that you were even alive. No shade. He spent five weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 in 2002. He was number 96. That was the peak that he... One song reached number 96, and he spent five weeks on the chart, and that's it. So... It, it being 2002 is actually news to me, because I thought that was more like 90. And the title of the song was... Are we cut? Do you know any? Lyrics? Oh, I know. Yeah, I know it. I don't know it, yeah. so I don't know. So I was a hood nigga back then. Yeah. So of course I know it. Um, <laughs> the end. Next mm-hmm. story. I want to go to something positive before I leave the country alone <laughs> <clears throat> because we got Corona out here. Yeah, I'm I'm going international after this story, but okay. this first story. Uh, it brought a little joy to my heart. Not that much because I don't think I'm going. Because I didn't, I don't like the crowd that this club draws. Okay, let's get there. I, I know. I'm, comma. Breaking news: uh, DC ABC board approves licensing for uh, gay nightclub town to reopen at a new location in a former church. <laughs> uh, huh. I really don't have to read the rest of this because that's the news. So, uh, like we reported last year, town closed because uh, there was some expensive condos being built in the area, and they were like, "Girl, move this little gay ass club out of here. We putting uh, million dollar condos over here, uh, gentrifying the area. White people need somewhere else to live. Yeah, uh, close to the metro and encroaching." The rest of the community and uh, be near Whole Foods. There's no grocery store over there yet. Oh, okay. Calm oh. down. Oh. <laughs> Calm oh. down. Give Mario Bowser 30 more days. Oh, Mario fucking Bowser. <laughs> Here we go. I'm endorsing Michael Blooper. Anyway. <laughs> <coughs> Make me lose my breath. <laughs> I'm trying to stay on topic. Oh, fuck Mario Bowser. Yeah, um, DC, where's the mayor? And she's trying to endorse. She not trying. She endorsed Michael Bloomberg. And she took the pictures and was on the plane. <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, the the club closed uh, last year. We reported on it here. The club was called Town. Town, um, Town is uh, mostly populated by white, young Bears. to middle, young to middle aged gays. Uh, they play a lot of house music. Otters. Uh, they do a lot of sweating. Um, they take a lot of drugs, and they do a lot of. "Quote unquote dancing at town." I am not going to take away any of those things. I'm just saying that those are not. That's not the environment. A fun for time me. was had by them. <clears throat> by them. <laughs> <clears throat> and I believe that they should still be open, uh, though I'm not going. But the kicker and the punchline for me was that they are reopening in this "quote unquote" historic church on K Street. Um, so in, it's close to downtown. Yeah, it's on North Capitol and K Street in uh, downtown DC, and uh, the Christians have been up in arms about this because. So if they had been up in arms and opened the, the they would have opened the church. This church has been closed, and um, 
This is another word besides neglected. What is the other abandoned? Word? abandoned. This church has been closed and abandoned for years. It literally is just but you sitting. Can't have it. It, it, that's what that's where we're going. It's just literally been sitting <laughs> and taking up this million dollar real estate in downtown Washington D.C. for years, and then gays come in and say, "Okay, we want to change and renovate Jazz this. It up, girl. Put this, some lights in here. A disco ball. <laughs> a glory hole. <laughs> Something." Cause it ain't it ain't been the house. Check, Cause we taking these clothes off when we get up in here in this church. Amen. It ain't been the house of the Lord for a while. The Lord don't the Lord live is you. wherever I am, <laughs> and that means he can still be at the club. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you better tell them the Lord is gonna be present one way or another. People are gonna be shouting his name in, in this place. In Jesus. The, Jesus, in the in the sanctuary. Jesus. <laughs> His name will be called. Amen. Um, so I thought that that was a great story uh, for continental United <laughs> States because uh, the previous one was a trash story. Uh, and my next story, we're leaving the United States. I'm on. global. Um, because I just, it's horrible to see that things in 2020 are very much the same as they were in 2019, 2018, and 2017. Uh, in other places of the world, um, there was ten men jailed in Mauritania um, over gay marriage over a gay marriage video, and they could and more than likely will face the death sentence. Authorities in Mauritania have arrested ten men after a video appeared on social media of a gay couple appearing to take part in a traditional wedding ceremony. Police later determined that the gay the, the gathering was a birthday party, but the men it's a Time magazine article. Um, police later determined that. The gathering was a birthday party, but the men remain in custody with no trial date set yet. Um, Martinia practices strict Islamic law, uh, known as Sharia law, mm-hmm. and homosexuality is criminalized. So, um, the point of this article that jumped out to me is they had a at-home birthday party celebration at their own shit. Somebody saw men kissing. Oh. And determined it must be a wedding. <laughs> they must be over there practicing the devil's magic. Getting well, no, married. Like, in cultures like that, they do kiss as a part of like ceremonial things, as a part of just everyday showing affection to each other. Yeah, that kiss in is different. That, diff- that kiss is different. Okay. That kiss is more like a um, pet. Like the French kiss on cheek to cheek. Uh-huh. So in uh but they were slobbing down uh, yes, allegedly somebody was like putting nobody was watching. They were slobbing like... Because I'm at home. <laughs> I'm at home. If, okay, so I can't go to the Applebee's and kiss in America. I can't kiss in my own goddamn house in Mauritania. Where the fuck can you kiss at? I was like, where the hell could you go? Where the hell could you go? That is where I'm going. That's where I'm getting at. <laughs> Around the, the world, where could you go to kiss? They were having a fucking birthday party. Why would you bring it to somebody else's club? <laughs> Why somebody, to somebody else's house? Why would you bring that energy? <laughs> and this also goes to the fact that your number one haters are a lot closer to you than you fucking think that so they are. We, they are very close. Uh, it so, was a ten people down to the house party, and the eleventh bitch snitched. 
Well, we don't know if this person this person wasn't. I don't. I, the article didn't say that they were at the party. Because I'm sure this person had... saw the this person saw the video online. Oh. So this person is following either their Facebook or their Instagram or something like that, and pretending to be a fan. But they didn't turn your ass into the fucking police because they didn't see some gay shit on your timeline. If you don't get your hating ass the fuck, what you don't have Unless nothing better to do. Block me, girl. Whatever the correlating word is. Huh? Mauritania, I'm not here for it. Uh, <laughs> human rights uh, campaign, somebody get on it. Uh, this is a... Chick-fil-A, since they're not donating to anti-gay no more, how about help us out? Put your money where your mouth is, literally. This is a human disaster. Ten people should not you lose their lives. Death penalty? Death penalty. Going to die for kissing at a birthday party on the internet. Happy birthday. Same-sex acts are illegal in more than 33 African countries, Mm -hmm. and uh, they all carry death sentences Mm -hmm. as well, uh, including Mauritania, Sudan, Nigeria, uh, Somalia, um, and others, according to Amnesty International. So I'm absolutely not here for it, but I'm um, still proud to be an American in this moment where I can kiss on the internet if I want to, and y'all will just have to get the fuck over it, Pastor Troy. There's that. Um, I hated that. I hated that story. Um, The next one was also something that got um, a lot of uh, attention, but um, I didn't really want to talk about it. Because I was like, this is low-hanging fruit, and I, I think I said that to you earlier. But Beyonce and Jay-Z, this is not gay related I'm trying to bring it back down since we went far left. Beyonce and Jay-Z uh, were at the Super Bowl uh, this past weekend and sat during the national anthem. And this drew the criticism of uh, white Republicans, of course, because... All the fuck Beyonce and Jay Z really have to do is just show up anywhere, and white Republicans will be pissed uh, did they about even it. watch the game? Cause they were so clicking and posting and tweeting during the whole damn game. Girl, what's the score? Are you actually watching the game, or are you just so busy hating on Beyonce about a two minute goddamn song? Honestly, I believe Beyonce was there in case Shakira or J Lo fell out, and she was like, "Well, listen, I, I can just go up here and do something real quick." She does have a Pepsi contract. Hello, that's why she's performed three times so far. So I, be- I truly believe that she was really there uh, to stand in in case one of the girls fell out. <laughs> but um, Wendy Williams alluded to um, in her review of in her Super- review of the Super Bowl uh, that Beyonce and Jay Z can basically she left out the words leave the country but that's the implication that she was making in the words mm-hmm. that she said mm-hmm. and um, it pissed me off because I was like well what the fuck has, have you done to earn the right to be an American citizen and be in this country but Beyonce gotta go what have you done you've been a messy quote unquote journalist for 20 20- 25 years but Beyonce gotta go because she's sitting down at the national anthem when we've been you and others like you have been applauding Colin Kaepernick for 
his decision to kneel during games and throughout all of this controversy of him not police brutality. Yes, that's the reason that he kneeled, um, and we don't really know. Nobody has interviewed and Beyonce not doing no goddamn interviews about why she knelt and what the real reason was. I mean, why she sat down, her and Jay-Z. And nobody is going to know what the real reason is because they don't give a fuck about telling us anything that, that we really want to know. Um, but the, to imply that Beyonce and Jay-Z should leave the country because they peacefully protested, are you not a black woman? Do you not remember the peaceful protests that got us rights in this country? Did we tell those people that they had to leave the country when they peacefully protested to get you your civil rights, the women's rights, and equal rights? Those rights that you have right now, the right for you to just sit up there on TV and talk all the shit that you want to talk? Didn't peaceful protests get you those rights? Okay. So, there's my fave. You know, I'm going to do this with kitty gloves. Oh, right. I don't have none of those. We just got the 39th state to um, ratify the act where women could have equal rights to men. I forget the name of the act right now. Um, And it was groundbreaking when Barbara Walters was the first woman to ever appear on the nightly news to get her own show. And then especially for her to be given the opportunity to create a round table of women sitting down giving giving their ideas and speaking to moms everyday moms and then for that to branch out to where Wendy Williams say well look now I don't need no hope for well girls I got this one by myself love my fave down boots and bangles and ponytails and barrettes but so, does she think before she say stuff cause you, you let me finish this is my fave this is my fave. You know, we y'all read RuPaul and y'all read Wendy Williams. Those are my two faves. So, being specific to this encounter. So, one, we make fun of Beyonce so much because Beyonce be at tennis, basketball. It doesn't matter where Beyonce is. Beyonce don't know what's going on. If the other people stand up and clap, Beyonce stand up and clap. Outside of that, I legit feel like Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce get a book. I feel like she get a booking fee to come to some of these things. <laughs> Beyonce don't be knowing what's going on. Jay Z is there because Jay Z is a partial owner of something. He's leading a campaign for that. Uh, so you come to Beyonce comes to it because she supported her husband. So and um in addition to that, what was my next point? Um, Beyonce don't have to send up for the national anthem because Beyonce is fucking Beyonce. Uh, I mean, that's just plainly stated. Um, when it comes down to a worldwide phenomenon, Beyonce's only goal in her whole life has been to come number one in her category. And when it comes to music, she do that. Now, anything else she do that, if she stand up for the national anthem, or if she uh, put on two left shoes, y'all gonna leave Beyonce alone, because she's a fucking Beyonce. How about that? Top two and not number two. So, in response, just Wendy Williams, my fave. Um, girl, what do you know that JC Jay Z would not have a contract with the NFL if they didn't think that they could gather a Beyonce appearance two times a year out of the deal? Um, do you think that Meek Mill could be out or Rock Nation could have be leading this prison reform thing? And shout out to Yo Gotti because Rock Nation, um, Yo Gotti's on to Rock Nation right now and what's going on down in Mississippi in the prisons. 
Yo Gotti is leading that under under Jay Z. But you know, none of this stuff would happen if if there was not a mm, an inkling, an ounce, a drip, drop of a. Well, maybe Beyonce will come if we do this, or maybe Beyonce will endorse this, or maybe Beyonce will talk about it. Jay Z on his own, his social impact ain't the same. So Beyonce coming down to the Super Bowl to support the black quarterback down to the um, Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, which is in Missouri, Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, what? Go away from me. You missing what she, the implication that she's saying that peaceful protesters should leave the country. That is not lost upon me, but still, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce's only job is to put out music that the people like. That's her job as a singer, songwriter, performer, you know, things in the media. Now, all this social impact stuff that y'all be trying to put on celebrities and all that, if you get it, it's a treat. If not, mm, Beyonce, uh, y'all was a blessing Nicki Minaj for not supporting gay rights and shit for the last decade. She released a snippet of Yikes, and then here we are. I'm standing with my whole heart. So, there's that. <clears throat> and last but not least, uh, Ed Buck is still in jail, uh, and uh, so his August. court appearance. Yeah, his court appearance is uh, not until August. Happy birthday um, to me. <laughs> that would be a great birthday present if he was executed. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. Here we go. Don't be sorry, man. I'm not. How you feel? I'm really not. Wendy. I'm just being nice. Hmm. I'm, hmm. Hashtag execute Ed Buck. Ed Buck is still on this planet, and he is one of seven billion people that we do not fucking need. He is Something not going, that we know about. He is not going to uh, add any value to anyone's life. Uh, he is not going to further us as a civilization. He has already been a detriment to the civilization, and uh, I hope that he gets convicted first. And second, I hope he gets executed. Hashtag execute Ed Buck. Really quickly, I want to give a shout out to the game Rules for Life. Rules, the number four in the word life. Um, it's a hundred cards broke and for down. For those of y'all that don't speak Tennessee, he said rules. Oh, what did I say? Rules. Yeah. Rules. <laughs> <laughs> the cards are broken down into four categories life, adulting, relationships, and after dark. Um, and it actually comes with four different types of games that you can play with the cards. And in each um, game, you draw four cards and everybody tells their story relating to life, adulting, relationships, or after dark. Um, Superman and I did a little brief round of it to, you know, give it a little test. And I feel that Rules for Life will be good in a group of six to eight people mm -hmm. that you know. Maybe one or two new people in the group, like Yovana from Clark. <laughs> She not a part of the group no more. <laughs> but but ten, like Tanya's fun. She'll be cool in the group. And then Tanya's annoying. <laughs> they just got back from Canada. I know. She was annoying in Canada. She was annoying before Canada. She's gonna be annoying going forward. I think she's probably gonna get um a peach next season. I yeah. think she's gonna be on uh full time, but she's still fucking annoying. But um shout out to Rules for Life. Thank you so much for sending us the game. Um I definitely think that the rules are a bit much, but like once you with your homegirls, then y'all just make up your own rules. Y'all start going, y'all just go how y'all gonna go with it. And the rules are just, you know, like a a starting ground. And they're like, well, because we don't play Uno the way we play Uno. And they be tweeting us the rules. We're like, uh uh, that's not the way we play Uno. And they make Uno. 
<laughs> Just like it's different spades rules in the north versus the Midwest versus the south. Don't come over here with no goddamn new shit. We playing like this. And it depends on whose house it's at. So just like that, you can make up your own rules. Yeah, so shout out to Rules for Life. Um, this week in social studies, I want to give shout outs to three black trans women. Starting with um, the girls. During Pride Month in 2015, it was announced that Laverne Cox will become Madame Tussauds' first transgender wax figure. Damn, I feel like she already did that. I said it in 2015. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like... <laughs> During Pride to... Month in 2015. Okay. <laughs> That's where I was going. And so her career achievements includes 18 movies and 18 TV shows. Plus, she is the first openly transgender person to be nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award in, an, in any acting category, alongside winning her first Daytime Emmy for her TV special, Laverne Cox Presents the T-Word. But y'all all know she was in Orange is the New Black, so I just feel like I could just get that. So, But that is, of course, that's why she was nominated for the Primetime Emmy, her contributions to Orange is the New Black. And her own special got her an Emmy, so uh, Daytime Emmy. Second, in, two, in 2016, the headline said, Spiegel Catalog features first transgender model cover model in its 111-year history. Cover girl. Put some so, bass in your walk. Shout out to supermodel. She's a, she was a model first. Uh, supermodel Arise Wanzer is recently known for being in the Truvada commercials, getting her um, Gilead coin from the makers of Truvada. Must be nice. Okay, honestly. And she starred in the Whoopi Goldberg produced reality TV show called Strut back in 2016 that aired on Oxygen for one season. And I guess, girl, there's a long way to go. But um, Arise was um, this catalog out for 111 years. It started in 1905, and by 1920, the magazine had like 20 million subscribers. I mean, not the magazine, the catalog where you can order clothes from. They had 20 million subscribers. No, what number I just said? Intoxicated. But shout out to Arise because she's the first transgender model to cover Spiegel in their 111 year history. And last, I want to give a shout out to Andrea Jenkins. In fall 2017, the 56-year-old became um, the first trans woman of color elected to public office in the United States after winning more than 70% of the vote. It's like <laughs> Buddha Judge could never. And Andrea Jenkins worked for 12 years as a policy aide in the Minneapolis City Council and campaigned with the slogan, Leadership, period, access, period, equity, period. You know, just like, okay, them three words got me going. 70% of the vote. So, shout out to... Isn't that lap? Like lap dance? L-A-E? Oh, I thought Leadership. Access, access equity. Oh, equity. I don't know why I felt like it was perseverance. You 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 was gonna give it to what uh it was gonna be leap if she had added perseverance, L E A P. But right now it's just uh. so shout out to Andrea Jenkins, um uh, Reese Wanser, and of course Lover and Cox. That's social studies this week. Oh. <clears throat> uh this week in sexual health. Uh, as promised, uh, we're gonna pray. 
that the church doors open up in town will. I'd be willing to even go for the inaugural event. <laughs> I'm not staying long. I'm not gonna be there. Just get my pictures for the gray up and go. Yeah. Um. So put me down. <laughs> have your girls put me in. If have you your girls call my girls. If it see. don't rain that day, and you know. Yeah. Um. People just might come. <laughs> Literally, he might come. <laughs> they don't have no stripper pole. That was the the one place that he wouldn't go. They invited him to the gay club that had the stripper pole, and he said he wouldn't go unless they took the stripper pole down. I was like, sweetie, uh, uh-uh. we gotta call the maintenance man, and then we gotta put it back up. <laughs> no. Let me. Okay, I'm not getting detoured and <laughs> sidetracked no more. This this train is going forward. Hallelujah. Uh, this week in sexual health, like I told you guys, uh, we will talk about in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm going to cover poppers. Thank you. I was waiting for that. Uh, poppers, aka ammo nitrate, BKA video head cleaners, depending on what's written on the bottles that y'all buy. Jungle juice. Uh, yeah. It, XL. XL. Oh, Jungle Juice XL. Okay. I was like, I was trying to sneak it in there. You was like, bitch, I'm going to put it all together. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I know bottles of poppers and I ain't never seen one called XL. But yeah. yes, there are some. Imagine XL had his own. Uh, imagine it me. If somebody get an idea to XL, tell them we want our money. Um, But anyway, poppers, the uh, substance that is uh, gaining more and more popularity in the gay community. Uh, <clears throat> for stimulation during sex penetration, hello. Well, tops do it too, so they don't. It's not necessarily only for penetration, um, or well, being penetrated. Who's doing the penetration? I'm confused. Yes, T- yes. Um, I wanted to cover a few points about it. Maybe some little known facts. Uh, in case you are uh, one of the one of the people out there that don't know much about it and or are scared about it or um, maybe just want to be more knowledgeable on the subject so you will know stuff in your friend group even if you ain't never done stuff you'll be like oh look I know those things I heard about it yeah. I know the the buzzwords <laughs> yeah and we're going to talk about some of those buzzwords um, so the first thing is one uh, of its original uses was to treat chest pain and heart attack symptoms. Uh, it is a dilator. So when you have chest pain or uh, perceived heart attack symptoms, it's because your uh, blood vessels are, are not getting enough uh, blood to the heart and they're constricted. And so what it does is it dilates. Now, it doesn't dilate fast enough to prevent you from having a heart attack, which is why it's no longer used in this way. Mm. Uh, there are different nitrates uh, that are giving orally that are used in that way, but sniffing poppers is probably not gonna save you from a heart attack, and that's why they don't use it. Sorry yeah. to that man. They don't use it in emergency. Don't sound ridiculous. <clears throat> it also used to be used in the disco days. Oh. On the dance floor, so people would do a hit of uh, amyl nitrate before it was called poppers. Uh, one of the the original poppers would come in like a vial that would you have to break off the top of it, and then the chemical compound would be in the glass vial. Like chemistry glass? Yeah. Well, not that big, but like small ones. Like think of eyedroppers. Oh. And so they would break the top of it. Because they get wore them to, around necklaces and stuff before yeah. they got banned. Right. And so they would, and, and that's the top that they would break yeah. off, and the 
the necklace necklace part will still be on, but you have the glass of the chemical. Yeah. You sniff the chemical, and then you throw it away, which I have stepped on in Man. many many of European clubs because they would just throw the shit on the oh, ground. Oh, they don't reuse like Americans too. Okay, no, because it's this is a small story. small skinny vial. Oh, um, single use property, which is how we got the name poppers because you would pop, pop the top. The top. <laughs> I learned something. I learned the buzzwords. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Um, they would pop the top, sniff, and get their life, and then be just catapulted into a whole new world in dancing to down on Bill Street, down on Bourbon, the uh, the house music and everything like that. Um, Christopher Street. Another one is they help release nitric oxide in the bloodstream, which helps relax muscles like your lungs and your sphincter. Uh, for example, it ain't gonna be that tight. Yeah. Um. That relaxing feeling is dilation, meaning blood can flow more freely to the head, which is why there's a euphoric rush and why one of the popular poppers is called rush. Because you get a rush. It feels like a a euphoric rush coming to your head and you, you don't have tightness in your chest anymore. You feel like you can breathe better. Your hole has opened up. You get a burst of energy if you're topping, things like that. Um, Only use one sexual performance enhancement drug at a time. This is probably the most important. Your personal recommendation? My personal and professional and other medical professionals' uh, opinion and research. Mm -hmm. Um, One sexual performance enhancer at a time. So if you are using poppers as a sexual enhancement, uh, drug, then it is not useful or helpful to couple that with another sexual enhancement drug, i.e., the Viagra's of the world, the Cialis's of the world, the gas station dick pills of the world, all of that. If you're gonna use one of those, then don't use the poppers. If you're gonna use the poppers, then don't use one of those because when you use them together, um, the effects can range from headache and dizziness to full coma because you've used so many uh, vasodilators at the same time that your body's not able to compensate and it has to go into a shock to save itself because so much shit is going on in your in your bloodstream right now to put it shortly can I still drink? Uh, or can I still hit the weed? Or what well weed is no, yeah. Well, weed is not a sexual. Neither of them are sexual. That's what, yeah. Enhance enhancement drugs. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't suggest being drunk off your ass, like overboard, mm-hmm. and then trying to do poppers at the same time because your body's gonna be trying to go down, and you're trying to go up with the poppers, and then guess what? Crossfade. And crossfade is a word that we used and was a word of the day before on previous episodes. But anyway, um, weed. Uh, obviously, there's not much medical research done on uh, people smoking Thanks weed. Thanks, Republicans. Smoking weed and doing poppers at the same time. I can't imagine that it would be um, too much of a medical issue. But again, like I say every week, everything in moderation. So if you're going to smoke a little weed, smoke a little weed and do the poppers. Because you know you're going to do a little weed, you're going to do a little popper, you're going to have a drink because when you go over there, he drinks when you smoke. I was over at this guy's house and like I drink and he smokes and so I was like, I'll take a hit or two, but you know I'm really here for the the vodka. So, 
Oh, so you wasn't there for the dick. Sweetie, sweetie, things in moderation. I got to do a popper, I got to do a weed, and I got to do a dick, and I got to do a... I just got off work. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. Um, So again, though the effects of mixing sexual enhancement drugs can be dangerous. Uh, don't do it is the advice of many medical professionals. Um, and last but not least, poppers don't increase your risk for... Uh, Contracting an STI or an STD. There's no clinical documentation to back that myth up. That is just something people say to whore shame. Is it whore shame? I thought it was slut shame. Slut shaming. Yeah, there we go. Two S words. Alliteration. Slut shame people. Um, again, like I've talked about here before, of something that they're too scared to do themselves. Me. So Too scared to do. And that's fine, but don't shame me because you're scary. Don't yuck your yum. Yeah. And I do my best. I do my best. He, he ain't through with you yet. Um, so uh, that is this week's sexual health in regards to poppers. Uh, if you guys have any questions or want us to go more in depth about the subject, definitely send us some questions, and uh, your question could be answered on this live podcast. Yeah. Um, and I want one of the. Common questions is about the types. Um, to find the popper that you like, you're gonna have to try some poppers. Ah. So, well, just like knowing if you're a top or a bottom, you gotta do it. Yeah, a couple times. Um, I, I don't remember what the first one. I think the first one I tried might have been something with the word pig in it. Um, okay. There's one with the word pig in it. And I think that might have been the first one I tried, but I spilled it in my nose. Ah, did it burn? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Because I, I didn't really know how to use it. I just thought I was trying to do it the way I saw the bottom doing it, and I, I, so I was trying to emulate what I saw him doing. But he tilted it up to his nose, and I tilted it like back in my nose. Whoa! Whoa! Right. Whoa! Whoa! So I was completely turned off to poppers after uh, spilling popper juice in my nose. And okay. Uh, feeling burned and I was like oh it's in my throat I smell it and I taste it at the same time so um, I was turned off by that uh, years later I became more of a freak and more explorative in my sexual journey I can do that again I did it once but you know well, I, yeah I was like well I was just dumb then that's how I ended up spraying, uh, pouring this shit down my nose but um, then I tried I tried the jungle juice jungle juice is okay I tried the rush um, and I like English is where I'm at right now. Uh, English has about three different types, uh, depending on how much money you got and what store you go to. To me, it is potent to where I want to be insects, um, but it's not overbearing. Like some of the other ones can just smell very... Like they got, it's a lot of chemicals in it. Whereas some can smell more fruity. Okay. And you're like, oh, that wasn't bad. Give me a fruity drink and not no strong tequila. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One fifty one or or gasoline. Okay, uh, we go. Diesel. That's what it's called. Everclear. That's there's literally the <laughs> difference between uh, Sveka, pineapple, mango, Come vodka. On. Come on, flavor. And Everclear, regular Everclear. It's like, what is your taste? What What's is your the palate? What's flavor? 
Because yeah, if your palate is, I'm just trying to get fucked up for five ninety nine, then Everclear is your girl. Yeah, you got to stiff that. Yeah, but if your taste pattern is, um, I want to pay ten ninety nine, mm-hmm. and I Rush? want this to is Rush one of the upper echelon girls? Oh, and I want I want to pay, and neither the, those price ranges aren't accurate for any of them. But I'm just saying, um, and you want to pay for the Svetka with. Uh, all the different fruit smells in it so you can drink it faster. It just depends on your type, what you like. Um, they all are similar in pricing until you get to like some of the outlier ones. Like English has one called Triple uh, X, which is it's potent. I'll say that. Um, bottoms that I've seen use it I can't even give commentary. I can just show you video links. Um, you know, they got all the comments going, send me the links, send me the links. That's fine. But, I, but so girls. I've seen them range. Um, it all ranges from about $20. Uh, the most expensive bottle I've ever seen was like almost $60. But it's for a really large bottle. And if you use it right, put it in a freezer and not in a hot place. Because once it gets to a, a, a boiling point, uh, it loses its flavor if you will it doesn't hit as hard as fresh poppers do or poppers that you put in the freezer so that's how you are able to identify um freaks if you go over and who look knew at, to this yeah if you go over and look in their freezer and there's three bottles of poppers in there like mm, mm, i see what we get into it i was getting so some ice but this was, here we are <laughs> now i know <laughs> that's this week's sexual health i know that that was long but i intended uh, for that to be long because uh, I shortened some of the other topics, but that is this week's sexual health. Gotta get my ass ate. Gotta make that ass shake. Gotta you, swipe that nigga car so much he had to call the bank. You're just gonna be a hood rapper. <laughs> That's the stuff for my soul. Making the stallion produced by Juicy J? Well, she producing something with G Easy right now. Gotta get that ass ate. Gotta make that ass shake. Had to come back to that nigga. But she had to call the bank, stick them up, stick them up, raise them up. Ah, ah, Don't say ah. too much. She got lawyers. Um, so White ones now. I was listening to Jay Howell. You know, I'm still listening to Jay Howell. I'm currently weaning myself off of just listening to the whole EP on repeat. Sun up, sunset. So I'm like, I'm listening to this deep R&B. I got to get back into some slut music. And then I turned Why? on. Why? You ain't getting ready to be no slut? I turned on making the look. I gotta go away from the negativity you're forcing on me, and so I turned on making the stallion. And I was like, "Gotta keep that ass ate. Gotta make my ass." Oh yeah, okay. Wow. Okay, Jay Howell, I'll be back. I'm gonna get my um, Ari Lennox vibes, but I'm gonna go over here right now, and I'm coming back. So that one song by Megan has been like on repeat, and then I go back to my deep cuts. So, did you tell them what the name of that was in case they don't know? Oh, it's called Pimpin' by Megan Thee Stallion. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. Work, you gotta like work here. No, I don't. (laughs) Um, I have to be myself, which is not work. The song for my soul this week is not a hood rat uh, song, it is a global phenomenon. Uh, I have heard this all over this country, definitely around the time it came out. And years and years later, when I travel other places, and I'm like, y'all like that song? Y'all really? really? I mean, yeah. I knew I like that song. I'll be Maria, yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. He's about to be fired. 
<laughs> a religious song joke. <clears throat> oh, I'm canceled. Uh, I feel like the DJ is my bodyguard. You see the way he keeps me safe with that treble and that bass. I feel free enough to party hard. This dread, this dress won't go to waste. Feels like I own the place. VIP to be the boss. You see the way that these people stare, watching how I fling my hair. I'm a dance floor lover, baby. There is no other who do it like I do. From here on out. I'll be your commander. No fear, no doubt. I'll provide the answer. Right now, I command you to dance. Kelly Rowland told y'all, I command you to dance. And when you hear this song, you must dance. I listened to it. Um, again, over this past week, like I said, every I've I've heard it in a lot of places outside of the United States uh, where I didn't expect to hear it, and that's why I was like, "Oh, she really did that with this song." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The things that she did, Damn. that. Um, and uh, I miss the Kelly Rowland of that era. Uh, she hopefully is coming back soon with similar songs. Hopefully. Because Commander is like in my top three Kelly Rowland songs, so oh. it is. Yeah. That's it. That's some of your song. Yeah, Commander. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, she created um, a lane for the girls in two thousand nine with um, "When Love Takes Over" and um, well, this Commander was followed up. Yeah, this there was two thousand ten. Yeah. So you know when Kelly Rowland brought y'all. This whole genre over, and Nicki Minaj gave y'all starships, and y'all thought that Nicki Minaj did something. Well, listen, we're not going to we're not going to shame. We just talked about shame well, here. Uh, Star starships put Taylor Swift to shame. So, um, whatever Taylor Swift had going on at the moment, you know she stayed mad, angry. Released some documentary on Netflix and pretended to be the victim for two hours, and even her own stance was like. Taylor, we wanted to celebrate you, but all you did was complain about how you were the, a victim in all these circumstances with black people, and we can't get jiggy with that. I was like, what? The mega, the mega girls? Oh, okay. But shout out to Kelly Rowland, Commander, main point. What are you here for this week? Um, What I am here for this week, um, I think also was a story buried by the headlines uh, from a few weeks ago. Mm. <clears throat> I saw it. I saw it a few weeks ago, and I originally had written it, written about it, and um, I was kind of shocked that it didn't get more traction and more people talk about it. But here we are talking about it here, ta-da! Because uh, it didn't get as much as I thought it would. I thought it was a big deal, a big story. But I'm absolutely here for it. The story is about the handiwork of Michael Zalnowski. Um, best known as Z Strong um, He and Henry Calderon Jr. Launched a Facebook group To honor people with HIV As well as those uh, that we've lost to the epidemic um, It was an instant hit uh, It spruced up with um, Frames around different selfies Of people that 
uh, were HIV positive and people that had died um, from HIV complications. Um, and so over the last two years, he's created more than 10,000 images that can be divided into 120 albums uh, that he's also dissected into uh, works like I Want a Cure, Trans Rights Are Human Rights, Stigma Sucks, Positive Women Alive and Well Living, and I Am HIV Undetectable. So he's done 10,000, 10,000 of these images of people that um, are affected by the disease or have succumbed to complications uh, with HIV. And um, I thought it was extremely notable because he is continuing to make these uh, HIV portraits. And hopefully one day people will notice this work and notice the problem of um, the epidemic that HIV is and the wide range of people that it affects and then become more realistic about things to keep people from becoming HIV positive. And I'm not going to touch on that subject. You already know where I want to go with that. But um, I, I think that it's an awesome um, way to bring in like the the AIDS quilt that we had uh, back in like the 90s and make this more of a modern thing of virtual images of people um, to show the rest of the world because a lot of times the rest of the world just believes this uh, gay whores that have HIV and nobody else is susceptible to it and literally in of the 10,000 pictures uh, that he's made um, albums of you see white people you see brown people you see black people you see children ch children mm -hmm. children <laughs> children you see trans women you see trans men you see spectrum the whole Colors. spectrum of everything that can be represented in humanity and um, if we really can't wake up to the HIV story by the images um, that he put out, then nothing will wake us up. It sounds beautiful. It is. 10,000 HIV portraits. And where did we find it? Uh, it's on pause.com. The article is on pause.com, but he has uh, released it throughout social media on the Twitter and the yeah, Facebooks and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and <clears throat> you can go over, you search his name. His name is on, on, on the internet. <coughs> Z Strong Z E E uh, last name Strong and then you can find his campaign um, if you want to start taking a look at that campaign. But I'm absolutely here for it. Um, more work like that needs to be be done, talked about, and applauded. Um, this week, um, I want to talk about HBO Max. They are AT owned by AT and T, so they're saying they're like, "Oh, girl, by 2024, 2025, we're gonna have 50 million Americans subscribe to our streaming service, and we're um competing directly to Netflix. We're we're the killer, the Netflix killer, and blah blah blah." And I have AT and T, so I'm like, "Okay, well, maybe they just plan on giving all the girls who have, you know, all the girls who have Verizon got Disney Plus. I don't know how they worked out." But um, I guess all of us with AT&T will get HBO Max this summer when it comes out. So I'm like, okay. I'm excited. <coughs> Room for it. You know, here for it. A little taste. 
Siri. Bye. Thank you. Um, but yeah, then, I love these Apple devices, don't you? <clears throat> HBO Max uh, just announced that they have a new show coming out about voguing, and these are the the judges um, based on their merits. Allegedly, Jamila, something Jamil. Okay, cool, cute name. Megan The Stallion, Law Roach, and Laomi McDonald. In order of importance, again, Jamila Jamil, Megan The Stallion, Law Roach, and Laomi McDonald. Um, you know, we stand Laomi with our whole heart. Um, she had the Nike campaign during Pride Month. I think that was last year or the year before. Um, and then she's just been the overall mother of vote like just the whole category since the originator left um so i'm just like okay so you know megan the stallion her name rings bell she's a popular rapper right now um you know Nicki minaj is over here doing drag race shout out to drag race um cardi b is doing um some other show on netflix what's it called hip-hop where we don't believe any of the judges can actually know. critique anybody yeah it was chance the rapper and cardi b and some other people and okay they had that show cool my girl didn't you just get here so um how come la roach la roach does fashion um he was one of the newer models on the america's next top model version with rita aura so la roach was a judge on that <coughs> that's what i said <coughs> oh yeah two cops okay here we go but lowest for, ratings in the whole franchise history, and they moved it to VH1. But um, for Leo, for the headlines to not be about Laomi is dragging me. I mean, like you're dra- you're trying to drag a whole damn category of dance. What are y'all doing? The, 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 y'all are not rolling this out right, AT and T. If y'all are trying to reach fifty million people by twenty twenty four, and you want ten million people to pay attention to y'all right now, y'all gonna be doing worse than American Idol numbers. And girl, together. Um, so I'm absolutely not here for it. And then so someone um responded, her name is Trace Lacette. She posted on Twitter a couple hours ago. She said, As the mother of a house for nearly a decade, it's kind of mind blowing that people with no connection to our culture gets the gig. This is no shade towards Jamila. Call them by their name. <laughs> Call them by their name. This is no shade to Jamila. <laughs> I love all that she stands for. If anything, I question the decision makers. And you know, um, we just got through talking about Bombshell, the movie Bombshell, being a whole bunch of old, raggedy white men sitting in a room making a decision about how conservative women should look on screen. I can't help but question, is the same thing happening where they want to have a, these old white men know they want to have get the gay people and the gay people love to dance. So what we're gonna do is get Megan the Stallion because she is what's making the the gay girls dance. Um, La Roach, as one of them, La Roach, and that was just as awful myself. La, La Roach is making the black gay girls dance. No, she's not. And Jamila Jamil is making the girls dance. No, she's not. And lastly, we will announce that Laomi is making the girls dance. She is. The, oh, I'm about to crack my iPad. She is the girl. Laomi is the girl. Why is the headline not about Laomi? Why is uh Tracy Trace Lissette not on the panel down to the boards? The girls with experience not on the panel, not being given the opportunity. But you want 50 million subscribers within the next three to four years. 
What you're gonna get is out of my face. <laughs> I'm not here for this bullshit. Calm down. I would really prefer if um, any of the characters from the In My House show were there. Um, I always stand with my whole heart giving people who are on the floor, on the ground, giving them opportunities and space. What the fuck is Jamila Jamila? Again, she said... Oh, who's our homeboy with the dreads? Um, I stand here with my whole heart, but I can't remember his name right now because I'm drunk. Twiggy, yes, Twiggy, yes. I I, I stand Twiggy every Perfect time. Perfect candidate, yes. Perfect uh, candidate. Choreographer for Pose. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, why would you not do? Why would you not go to a subject matter expert <laughs> on voguing? Who already for had, a show about voguing? Here we go. Tell the truth. What is what is so wrong with authenticity? Being authentic to the craft because the craft of voguing, though y'all want to believe it. Started with Madonna was stolen by Madonna, so go. Madonna wasn't a subject matter ex- expert. So no, we don't need no straight cishet white women to tell me about a subject that my culture has been doing for fifty years. Where's the authentic? Where's the authenticity? So shout out to um, Twiggy Garcon. Make sure you check out his documentary Kiki, which is available yeah. wherever you stream. All the things. It's on Amazon Prime. I want to say I've watched it on Amazon Prime, but I also bought it on um, Apple, whatever the Apple things are. I still don't even know what the name of these Apple things. So <laughs> HBO Max, all these streaming services. Uh, hopefully Kiki is on HBO Max, but I don't know what to say about this uh, new <clears throat> Vogue series y'all trying to do. Uh, y'all not winning me over, so I'm just glad I got AT&T and maybe I'll get it for free and I'll watch. I'm not watching it. I'm not even going to hate watch it. I'm not hate watching it. I love I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the I competitors. Love I'm sorry oh, to the I'm competitors. I'm watching for Laomi. That's the game. But that's what I'm saying is they have an opportunity to do this right. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to. They want to go in the the exact left opposite way and say, you know what? How can we please more white audience members? Fuck them. They don't give a fuck about Vogue culture. And especially with HBO Max, there is something else that these heteros can watch because it's a lot of Warner Brothers movies. All WB, DC, EU movies will yeah. be going to HBO Max. So Shazam will be on there, Aquaman. Y'all can still get y'all Nicole Kidman. Y'all can get that, but this is ours. So I'm not here for HBO Max trying this. They tried, and it's denied. Um, it is now time for our favorite part of the episode. Again, if you are not new here, you know that it is our last call. If you are new here, thank you for listening. Make sure that you subscribe and like this episode and pour yourself a shot of whatever you can drink around you. If you are at work, do not drink alcohol at work. We are not encouraging that. But if you are at home and you have wine, you have tequila, you have Bourbon, gentlemen, Jack. Some of all the bourbon girls out there. Wood, wood, something reserved. Wood, something wood. You would only remember the wood part, cause, cause I know the trade. You, I'm like, trade want me to pay for this goddamn wood, wood reserve. I'm like, okay, trade. This shot is twelve dollars. You better only have one of those, and you better be eating me out tonight. But anyway, woo. But that ain't been your story forever. So excuse me. (laughs) It's time for our last call. Oh my gosh, shout out to Pedro Bell. Woo! That was me this time. 
It's mostly him. So, <laughs> um, when the Super Bowl came on Sunday, I was like, okay, so I'm not going to no Super Bowl party, and I refuse to support sports. So I'm going to watch something educational, and I'm going to go on YouTube, and I'm going to watch something cool. And you know, I'm going to learn something from this. Real Housewives of New Jersey. No. I was watching about club culture in New Zealand, and it was about this um, black promoter over there, Scottish promoter, who um, studied architecture. Um, A black I, Scottish promoter in on, New Zealand? I, I was, hold on, like, I'm like, okay, I'm getting them all mixed up. I was still intoxicated now. So I was watching something about the New Zealand, <laughs> and I was watching about the black gay experience. There was this black club promoter who had studied architecture in school, and so he was into like a lot of these pop-up things, having these pop-up events because um, he was not getting rights to where he was having the parties or licensing. And so it's it was called something really cute. And so I was watching that. Then I was watching stuff about the opioid crisis. Then I was like, okay, well, let me just go specifically black, gay, in America. This is what you put in the search bar. I put black, gay web series. So... I was tweeting about those things. And I came across this show, which is my last call, called Querious. Q-U-E-E-R-I-O-U-S. Taken from Blackish. That's a cute little name, Querious. And so it's a lesbian-centered web series on YouTube. They have 13.5 thousand subscribers and have uh, over 200,000 views across like five episodes. Oh, that's fine. and it covers a group of lesbians in L.A. living their, you know, millennial lives. There are some femme lesbians. There are some dumb lesbians. There are some, you know, they have just a spectrum. And the cinematography alone is amazing. So I don't know who on Quirious is doing the cinematography, but give that bitch a raise for the next season. Uh, oh, can I say give that bitch a raise? I don't know. Um, so Also, shout out to all of the characters because they definitely have... You have to say sorry if I offended you. <laughs> If I if I offended you, not that. But anyway, we both know that. So um, the characters have four lives, and I am definitely here for it. And Quirious on YouTube is my last call. Outstanding. I love it. I love it. I love 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 it. <clears throat> uh, my last call is to New Jersey, um, the great state. Ah. Uh, it's great this week. What was their governor's name? Chris Christie. Chris Christie. <laughs> they have a new governor that is not... Uh, n- oh, he got voted out? Yeah, he been voted out. Go, tell, breaking news. Okay, well, it's breaking news to you, not to anybody that <laughs> lives in New Jersey or uh, aware of politics. Buttigieg won Iowa. We'll According see. According to recent name, Dunn County, if they still we, count. We don't know. <laughs> the gays, they trying to turn a trick. <laughs> Woo! Even see, this is how... We know how interconnected gays are. Even the white <laughs> political gays are turning stunts. That new, huh? anyway, New Jersey this week <laughs> became the ninth state to ban uh, the uh, gay and transgender panic defense. So uh, if you have been a long-time listener of this show, you know that we have dragged panic defenses for probably it's been about two years since the first time we had mentioned it mm-hmm. initially. Um, but uh, if you don't remember what a panic defense is, is when a straight person, allegedly, allegedly a straight person, feels like they are about to be um, quote unquote sexually assaulted or groped or anything like that by a 
member of the LGBTQ community and they get to fight back and or get away with killing them uh, as a defense strategy in court. New Jersey has now joined uh, Hawaii, California, Nevada, Illinois, New York, Connecticut, Maine, and Rhode Island in barring this controversial legal strategy. For the rest of the states in this goddamn country, it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe. To quote <laughs> that rapper. <laughs> I ain't even gonna say his name no more on this goddamn podcast. Um, so it's my last call because uh, that's how things progress in this country, slowly but surely. Um, we will we get things to happen in in states with large uh, liberal populations, and then it starts to uh, it starts to rain on down on some of the other states that take a little bit longer to realize that shit is wrong. Uh, allowing someone to assault someone because they feel like they were. Uh, in danger of being kissed by a gay person or allowing them to kill someone for having the feeling of, ooh, he might touch my penis because he's gay and I feel like I'm attractive. Though you're not, most of the times. Most of, many, a lot. <laughs> I feel good 99% of the times because the attractive ones that gay people do want to touch, we don't touch because we scary. And I don't mean scary as in we won't fight because... Not coronavirus, but just ugly. <laughs> I don't know which one is worse. Counsel me if needed. Hey, hey, I'm here for your consideration. Real housewives <laughs> apology, please. If I offended you, there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Can we move forward? <laughs> they always be trying to move forward. Because, girl, we got 22 episodes to do. So, can we move forward? Did you get my husband arrested? What do you mean, move forward? Kick your goddamn. Anyway, the main subject is uh, New Jersey being the ninth state. Um, I can't wait to see what state is going to be the tenth. Mississippi. Uh, no, uh, Mississippi will be the fiftieth state. They just abolished slavery like three years ago. <laughs> Mississippi going to be dead fucking last. Uh, so thank you to Governor Phil Murphy, who is again New Jersey's new governor, um, and uh, the. Statistic is that more than more than thirty percent of the United States population now lives in a state where it is banned. So again, these large liberal population centers across the country are hashtag woke. I wish that there was another word that I could use because uh, people that say that they woke don't be woke. Um, but at least we're getting to a place where things that make sense are making more sense in at least nine states now. The rest of this shit going on in politics. Tennessee, I'm, the volunteer state, we will I'm not going, I'm not, no. <laughs> I'm not going to vouch for none, none of the other shit going on in America in politics right now because it's all a dumpster fire. But World at least we got this COVID one thing. We, I'm just going to hold on to this one thing. The rest of it is trash. But this one thing. Shout out to New Jersey. Yeah, because growing up in the South, well, you know, Memphis, we're borderline with Arkansas and Mississippi, and then we're Tennessee. So, girl, oh, my gosh, what does Borderline? Y'all are East Arkansas. What what does progress look like? I remember, like, in 2014, 2015, um, a guy was using the gay panic defense down in Mississippi, and while you were talking, I looked it up, 
it turns out that um, the guy got life in prison because he was found guilty and got life in prison. I was just like, wow, I really had forgot all about this story until you just brought that up. Um, was trying to use the gay panic defense. He had wrecked the gay bo- the gay boy's SUV, broke his ribs and all these other things, and he had left him for dead. But then when the guy woke up, he came back to life during the crash. He he actually killed the guy because he was like he thought wrecking the SUV was going to kill him. But no, um, he survived. Hashtag DC three. And so the guy was like, "No, you would not." Come survive. on, survivor. <laughs> He's like, "You would not survive." Um, hashtag. Who's the original singer of I Will Survive? But anyway, I think Gloria. Donna Summer. Oh, no. I we don't have time to research. No, that. we don't have time. We don't, don't hold us mm-hmm. to that. I apologize. If, if I have offended y'all <laughs> with not knowing that answer at this moment, I know the answer. I just don't know it right now. I hope we can move. I forward. hope we can move forward. I apologize. I'm sorry. I want to hold a peach next season. But yeah, so um, I remember before I left Memphis, this story about Mississippi. And it was two black gay men, and the guy was using the the gay panic defense. There was Gloria Gaynor. Thank you, I thank you, cause you said Gloria. Yeah, I knew, but I couldn't think of the last name. The at last the moment. name, and her last name is Gaynor. <laughs> so, and she's a gay icon. So, um, but I remember that right before I left Memphis, he was using the gay panic defense, and I was just like, wow, that is so crazy, because I used to mess with a lot of. DL men and of course I'm not looking for a serious relationship and I like men who are in relationships because we can do what we're doing and you can go back to that and I won't tell nobody if you don't tell nobody and even if you do follow me on Instagram <laughs> uh, I'm trying to build an audience unless you're trying to report me to the police like we talked about in the earlier story <laughs> shout out to Maritania Maritania so um, but yeah that gay petting defense thing is it can be crazy it can be so shout out to New Jersey because down in the south, it gets crazy. Yeah, nine states down, 41 more to go. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to Here For It podcast this week. We appreciate you continuing to support us, uh, being the only black gay podcast by black gay people for black gay people all the time, all the time, all the time, and uh, all the time. Thank you guys again this week. Uh, I am still aka. Remy Moss, plastic surgeon, because I do miracles. Honey. <laughs> and then they the got work that was Papoose done on taking pictures with no hat on. Like, who Papoose go see? <laughs> Me. I did both of them. They just went through the whole yellow pages. Magic. <laughs> Voila. Magic. Male and female. <laughs> My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Uh, take your Truvada or your Discovery. Uh The revolution will be televised And we will see you next week <laughs>